0: Hello everyone, this is Vance from Copy with Vance. That's right, today I do not have my coffee cup, but that doesn't mean the show doesn't go. The show will still will go. I have close to 30 over live audiences here right now with me at the RVS Mind Science and together with Dr Ravi. But before that, I'm going to talk a little bit on this topic. And um, we have noticed that a lot of times we have a lot of challenges telling no to people, right? But we always like to impress the people. And also, if you notice that my mask is, you know, is on the way, but we have to wear the mask because we want to make sure that we are always safe. And because we are doing an indoor with a lot of uh, audiences, so we want to make sure that everybody's wearing masks. Yes, coming to the topic itself, develop the heart of saying no to the wrong situations. And without any delay, I'm going to get Dr. Ravi yeah. Velu as on board. Hello, doctor. Hello, hi.
1: How are you, doctor? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Actually, I should be welcoming you for this show because uh, it's my premises.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. So, how about a five-year dog? Come on. Yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, yeah. But before, dog, uh, can I just show the audiences that, I mean, can I show the virtual audiences how, oh, yeah. audiences how many audiences we have here? Yeah, sure, sure. Of course. Let so me show you right thing, yeah. now. Let me just bring it over here. Okay, this is all our audiences. Am I seeing
1: right? Correct. Can you see?
0: Oh no. Can you see the face? Yes. Yeah, say hello. Hi. Okay, everybody is a little shy, but later we warm them up. Okay. My specs is getting foggy, but doesn't matter. All right, doctor. So you want to do a quick introduction about where we are and also your place before we kick start the topic today. Yes, right.
1: Uh, we are RDS Mind Science, and this is where we conduct our pauses, clauses, therapies, and consultations. We are located at uh, Golden Mile Golden Tower, Miles. Beach Road. All, All right,
0: right, Doctor. And uh, this place is such a beautiful place, but even when I'm here, I feel very calm yeah. and, and very, very uh, relaxed. Yeah. Uh, any particular reason, Doctor?
1: Yeah, basically, we try to create as much positivity here. A lot of meditations are done here. A lot of spiritual causes are also conducted here. And we try to keep this place as much serene as possible. And All that's right. why the okay. ambience is in such a state.
0: Thank you, doctor, for inviting me to your RVS Mind Science. Uh, doctor, uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, this is, I think, our fifth time. Yes, uh, right. Going through this uh, topic. I mean, we have a different topic, but on the part where psychology and motivational factor comes in, I know that uh, this topic that we choose particularly for today about saying no. Yeah. Um, why did we even choose that, doctor? Maybe we want to tell this to our yeah, first.
1: Like I was telling you the other day. I've been doing uh, metaphysical science consultations for the past 17 years. And we do have a lot of people who came here with depressions and they go through a lot of hustles in life and they always wonder why life is such a torturous feeling for me. And when I actually sit down and analyze why a lot of people go through hardships and uh, depressions, it is partially because of some third parties or external parties. But majority of the problem lies within ourselves. And what is that problem? Basically, we dare not say no to a lot of negative situations that arise in our life. That inability to say no causes a lot of pain and frustrations within us, which eventually leads us to depression. So that's the reason I chose this topic, how to cultivate the art of saying no to situations that is not favorable to our lifestyle. Yeah.
0: Thank you, doctor. And also, um, I can see as uh, live viewers right now, uh, typing in your messages. Please do type in because we are going to communicate with you guys as well. If you do have any questions, we're going to take them as well. Uh, our audiences here, you can also ask us questions. But later part, we have some Q and A time, right? Okay. So I got a very close friend. Um, everything that he says, I will say yes. But this was one particular point I got to say no, and the whole relationship has just stopped. Okay. I'm feeling bad about it. Okay. This happened about four years back. Um, I did a lot of reflect, uh-huh. reflection. Okay. And I thought this uh, I should have said yes. Him. But I lost a friend So how, right. can assure, okay.
1: how can we assure, how can we confirm that saying no will be a positive? See, first you have to understand why you said that no. That's the most important thing. If you said no because of some selfish reasons or something that you did not even think about and you just budge in saying no then maybe you should regret. But if you said no, because you know that saying yes is going to hurt you, or saying no that is going to save you, then you did not feel bad about it. And a true friend will understand when you say no. If he's not understanding you, or if he's going to get offended with you for saying no, then, in my opinion, he doesn't deserve to be a friend. He's not even understanding why you said that no. So if you really feel that no safety for that moment, then don't feel bad about it. Go ahead with it. You can't be suffering and you can't get injured and then you say yes to somebody and for the rest of the life, you're going to regret.
0: Okay, doctor, I got that. Uh, But, you know, we call it the bottom of the heart or the top of the heart, you know. Some people just go dwell on it and get very emotional, a lot of tears, you know. They probably even think that, hey, why did I make a choice? I should have just said yes. But often it also comes to a financial matters. Hey, can I get $600 or $500? So, so during that point of time, if you don't help, you feel very bad. bad. But, but even if you help, help, you, you feel bad. bad. So in those kinds of situations, what one should do?
1: Okay, that now, is where. We basically, you see, we, we are ruled by two minds. The intelligent mind and the emotional mind. Of course, there are many other minds, but we are basically ruled by the intelligent mind and the emotional mind. The intelligent mind is something that always teaches us the logical point of life. It gives you the exact situations, the truth, and nothing but the truth. The emotional mind always make you think about feelings, goodness, badness, and then you decide life from that. So in my opinion, most of the time, if you really want to make a decision, try to use the intelligent mind rather than the emotional mind. Like say, for example, if your friend asks you for $600, if you have $60,000 in the bank, and you want to give the $600 is basically an intelligent mind decision. Well, you can always tell yourself he might give you back the money or he, he might not give you back the money. Either way, doesn't matter. But if you only have $600 in the bank and your friend is asking for that $600, then it's logical to say no to him. Not that you don't want to help because you need the money as well. So your intelligent mind will naturally tell you, don't give the money because you only have $600. Your emotional mind will naturally tell you, you have $600, why not you help him? That is where you need to use your intelligent mind. You cannot be helping someone and you suffer end of the day. Eventually, the helping sense you will die off. So we cannot be a candle. Like I always tell this in my class, you cannot be a candle. You know, they always use this philosophy, I'm like a candle. You know, I burn myself, but I give flame to everybody. But matter of time, the candle flame will die off because there's no more wax. You cannot be a candle because eventually eventually you will die off. Right? So be practical. If you want to give someone $600, make sure you have at least $6,000 or $60,000 in the bank. Then that $600, even if it doesn't come back to you, doesn't matter. But if you only have $600 and you want to expand it on your friend in the name of help, then eventually you are going to suffer. And and worse still, if you're going to borrow $600 for him, there are people who does these kind of things. They don't have the $600, but they go around borrowing for their friend so that their brand can get the $600. That is even worse. These are the situations that sometimes we need to learn how to say no. Some people may classify this as selfish. But at this I would like to say that this cannot be a selfish act. You have to protect yourself first. That is important. Only when you are protected, you can help others in the long run.
0: Thank you, doctor. I'm going to read out some of the comments from our live viewers right here from virtually. Say Good evening, Dr. Ravi and um, Dr. Velu S. Vanan. Um, great topic to discuss where most of us learn to say these magic words to secure ourselves from not to fall in... Wrong trap or difficult situation. You have yes. just answered. Yes, that, right. Dr. Yes. Thank you so much, uh, Samantha. Thank you so much. You also said that agree. You will take uh, a friend. will take all the criticism and should understand when we should share because we care. I'm going to read up one more. Uh, at times, my Lakshmi. At times, he said thinking that is our duty among siblings. But once you say no, you begin worrying by them. Is this happen to to the EM mind person uh, on Oscorp? Uh, well said, Doctor ravi Doctor, so we we now we learn to say no. Hmm. Um, So out of uh, hundred friends, I start saying no because Hmm. I start to realize that self first before others. But there are a lot of people who always think no others first then self. Hmm. And they go into these emotional situations. They go into heartbroken, repair or damage. Whatever situation it can be. But end of the day, doctor, probably I only left with two or three friends. So that's going to impact me. Hmm. Do you think that will impact a person? No. They have only very limited friends.
1: Okay, well, if you're going to look at quantity, the number of people in, like I always say in your Facebook, you can have 5,000 friends, but how many will come to your funeral? (laughs) So, what is the definition of friends? I rather have one quality friend who understands me in and out, who knows why I say yes and why I say no rather than 1,000 friends who are going to get offended if I say no. Then in the first place, they are not your friends at all. You have to understand that. Like I used to give this simple example. Uh, A layman went to a guru and he told the guru, why are friends, my friends are talking behind my back and I feel very depressed. And the guru said, who are they? My friends. What did they do? They talked behind my back. The guru said in the first place, they are not your friends. So why worry about them? Because if they are your real friends, they will not be judging you or talking bad about you. So you're talking about someone called friends who are actually not your friends. Stop worrying about them.
0: Thank you, doctor. Uh, as we have almost 40 over live viewers. Thank you, viewers. Thank you so much. And also our audiences here right now, uh, probably they have already have a few questions in mind. Please do engage us later, Part we're going to have a great discussion among all the three factors. all right, ourselves, live audience and virtual as well um thank you so much uh, uh, dana has also message us sorry joining late uh dr ravi advance beneficial sessions that you are sharing and the benefit of all thank you so much uh, more messages are coming in Kelvin. thank you Kelvin. good topic for discussion money is the root of problem for many of us relationship ruined damaged thank you so much guys uh if you're watching this please do share and like like i said uh, like dr ravi and myself said we want to go out of the circle to reach out to many more people to share these valuable information. So please engage us. Please do share and like. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna ask one mm. of the audiences right here right now sure. um, for a particular question that we can engage. Mm. Maybe the gentleman all the way at the back. Sir. Thank you. Um, so, so now you're facing a situation where you're emotionally down and you've got to help someone because that
2: thousand dollars, okay? For
0: example, huh, sir not judging you, but $1,000, and then you felt that that $1,000 you need to use for yourself. So in that kind of situation, what do you do, um,
3: like what, Like what I just learned also, if I have $1,000 only, and I have to lend someone $1,000, I would save myself, and I would say no.
1: Thank you, sir. So you will say no, Dr. Uh, is that right? Practically, oh, yes you see, there's a, i'm quite sure that quite a number of them who might say that hey how come you're so selfish you don't want to help people but the truth is help should come only when you're really, when you are ready to help yourself if you're not in the situation to help yourself and you think about helping other people that help will not sustain for a long period of time because eventually you will get drained out And to those people who always say that I will go all the way out to help people, I will only ask them one question. You can do that, provided when you're badly hurt, when you're badly injured, you must keep quiet. Don't complain about it after that. If you don't have the power to sustain those kind of criticism or those kind of hurt, then don't go around telling I'm willing to help anyone at all costs because eventually you will suffer. So even you want to help others, ask yourself, are you in the position to help? Okay. Yeah. Like a simple, another example I would like to say uh, to what this gentleman just said, I spoke to one of my friends who's a lawyer and uh, I asked him once because I went through that situation. I told him, someone is asking me to sign guarantor. They want me to be a guarantor for a house they are buying, but I'm not really in favor. And I don't know how to say no to him because he's my good friend. And what shall I do? And my lawyer friend said, okay, Listen, tell your friend this, if I am a guarantor, if I am a guarantor, I'm taking responsibility for your loan, right? I'm not saying that you're going to cheat me or you will run away, but if even anything happens to you, I might be held responsible for this loan and there's no guarantee that nothing will happen to you, right? I know you won't cheat me. But there's no guarantee you will not, nothing will happen to you. And if anything happens to you, the amount is very huge, which I don't have it in my bank account. That means if you are no more, I am going to suffer. I don't want to go through that hustle. And I don't think so I can help myself with that hustle. So I think I'm not the right person to give you a guarantee. So if you want me to guarantee for 100000 you must find someone who's already a millionaire. For him, this 100000 is not a big sum of money. So even if that $100,000 goes missing, for him, it's nothing. But for me, an average Singapore citizen making my life mid ends of the month, I don't think so I can commit for that amount. And I eventually told my friend, yes, I don't think so. I want to be a guarantor. True enough, I lost this friendship. Okay. I lost the friendship. But initially, I felt bad. But now when I think about it, yes, it was a good thing. If I am going to see for him, then if anything goes wrong, who is going to look after my family? It's not that I'm not willing to help. I am not at the capacity to help. We have to understand this. When we want to help someone, we need to have that capacity to help that someone. Not sacrificing your life and then you go around all helping people in this way. No. We have to be practical. We have to be really practical here.
0: Kodjad, gotcha, that Doctor, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to give some credits to Dana. Thank you so much, Dana. Beneficial sessions, you're sharing for the benefit of all. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Please do share. Ranjini also, well. uh, manageable. Uh, in, in my view, I am still manageable, but not immediate relatives. Okay, we will maybe cover that in a while. Uh, Chavani also has said, my sense of life, my goal is to overflow in order for me to render the help towards others. I will address my needs, but warm the helping dog. A helping hand, help those who help themselves. So, Dr, we, we are saying, uh, even our viewers also hmm. um, agree, and some of them, as we are going to engage, that, you know, that they come to a point, okay, yes, some first before others. Hmm. But unfortunately, this emotional gut feel, or, or the heart says, no, you've got to help. Then rationally, we think, say, no, we shouldn't. And then the gut tells you,
1: don't. In this juncture, which one should we listen To the brain, to the heart, or to the gut? It's basically like just what I said. Intelligent mind versus emotional mind. Intelligent wins. Emotions drowns you. It's good to have emotions, but you cannot be always emotional. No one can stay without emotions. We all have emotions. But you cannot become emotional throughout your life. So the decisions that you make in your life should be based on intelligence rather than emotional mode. That's what I always tell a lot of people. Emotions is a part of our life. We cannot run away. But you cannot be making decisions out of your emotions. It's very important. See, even even I've seen uh, couples who come to me for uh, marriage consultations on uh, psychological uh, topics. Like I've seen girls who came to me and said, I know this guy for three years. Right from the time I know him, he's beating me. He's abusive. Then my next question is, then why are you with him? Because I love him. I say your emotions say love him. But your intelligent mind is clearly indicating that he's going to be abusive. After marriage, do you think it's not going to be abusive? So there is really a kind of a, 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 a situation for you to make a decision. And if you're going to use your emotions, most probably you'll hang up with him. But if you're going to use your intelligence, you'll make a wiser choice. So if that girl is going to tell the guy, no, we'll break off, that doesn't mean that she's telling no for the wrong reasons. She is defending herself. She's telling no for the right reasons. She should have the courage to do that.
0: Gotcha, that doctor. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, viewers, and thank you to the live audiences as well. Uh, we are into twenty minutes. Time just flies. I'm going to ask another question to the to the audiences. All right? Uh, maybe for someone, anybody out there? Just point. Of, uh, raise up your hands. hands. I can ask you. How will you handle a situation when you are in a situation of both emotional and rational? Which one will you decide? if i, I say, say someone something. maybe g ah, ah maybe g all your lifestyle you have been through so many years i mean i have interviewed you in the previous yes. session you know you told many good uh, positive feedbacks how will you handle when someone comes to you for help and you know that you can't do the help
2: see uh, okay like what uh what can I say, i only have five and they asking me for five First thing, I will say that uh, I can't talk to you, God. I will tell you the truth. But the problem is, if you never say anything, they will think it as, yeah, I'm going to give. They okay. think it as, I'm going to give. If I never say anything, also. So that, that, that's one part where I will be stuck in between uh, to say yes or to say no. If I say no, you will see the outcome is difficult.
0: To say. You know the kind of. Uh, the rumors. The rumors. rumors. The rumors. Okay. okay. Uh,
2: the kind of uh, dialogues and all that in school. If, if I say yes, uh, they, they are very happy. But in my heart, I no. Oh, I need a fire I need to give this fellow the five dollars because they
0: are part of my own. Okay. So, so you, you are taking. Maybe right? a range uh maybe uh be yourself what do you how do you handle the situation Seventh, right yes. ah samander how do you handle the situation
2: right? i mean he has
0: what opened up a nice out he said you know i will just do it what i necessary but if that situation comes to you what would your suggestion? Yeah, i've had a situation like that before okay where, like uh when someone a good friend wanted to borrow a certain amount of money okay um i will be honest i will explain my
3: situation you know, being, uh, for example, a single mother with three kids, I might not be able to lend you that full sum that you're asking for, but to show that the genuine care that I'm really there for you, I might partial. Right. You
2: know,
3: I couldn't give the whole amount, otherwise, then yes. yeah, exactly. I generally myself and my family, but at least I make the effort of whatever I can do within my.
0: Really. But but then one after the case and you know there's so always of cases right when someone wants help they come after you it. they fall on your feet you know right. everything's nice after, after that the help, help is done they disappear, disappear. So, so how are you true
3: as long as i've done my part i mean at the end of the day we can't really tell whether the person is really telling the truth or not yes right so we based on ourselves we've done what we're supposed to do we help and then if the person is gone i mean it's, it's our loss but it's an experience game, hmm. right? Yeah. There's, there's so many ways. That's, that's how you look
1: at it. But uh, very honestly said, I, I'm not sure how many of them has this ability to look at the situation from the angle that you have seen. Majority of them, when when they help and then eventually the help is not recognized or no gratitude is shown or the prepayment is not made, definitely they will feel very hurt. So my suggestion is if you think that you really want to help someone out of goodwill tell your mind that this help is not going to be returned. Well, if it comes back, let it be a bonus. If not it's gone. If you are not ready to help someone in this mindset, then my idea don't help. Because anything can change. If that person is not going to show the gratitude back then you might regret. Why go through that pain? So, when you want to do, just do it and don't expect anything in return. But not many people can go through that kind of a mind mode.
0: On a lighter side, if I'm going to say no to my wife, I think I don't have soru and tanni. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have water and food. Doctor, so say
1: no. <laughs> uh-huh. So, why is it okay, doctor? Depends. Okay. If you need to, you have oh. to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You see, whoever it is, If you think that you need to say no, even if it's your children, whether it's your spouse, your boss, if you need to say no because of some reasons, because if you say yes, you're going to get hurt, then you have to say the no. And why am I telling that even to your wife, you need to say the no? Because first time you might say no. Second time you will say no. Or third time, oh sorry, first time you might say yes. Second time you will say yes. Trust me, in the long run, you will become a volcano. You will erupt one day you rather put the stop initially. See, I've seen many couples, initial stages, the lovey-dovey period, everything okay. In Malay, they say, right, yeah. right? Everything okay. But as years goes by, they cannot tolerate this anymore. They will start questioning themselves. Why am I always saying yes to this person? And then one day, the whole thing will erupt. Don't go to the devil. Put a stop right at the beginning. But again, you have to understand one thing. When you are saying no to somebody, You don't have to be aggressive. You can be firm, but be polite. That is very important. That is where the art of saying no comes in. You don't just go around and say, cannot, no, no, why should I, no. Not that we can put it in a very diplomatic sense. I have considered what it, but at this moment, I don't think I can do this for you. I'm very sorry. If you really have other means, please source out. We can talk to them in that approach. That is also no then that is where the art of saying no comes in. You say no, like you say when, when an insurance agent approaches us, we don't have to say no need, I don't want to buy from you, I don't like your face. We don't have to say that. We can say, I have other policies and I have an agent who has been servicing more for 20 years, I will consult, I'll consult him or I will, I will try to talk to him and then eventually one day I'll come back to you if I need your insurance. Put it in that way. You don't have to say no, I don't want to buy from you. We don't have to do that. Put it in an explanatory note. Put it say the no in a very diplomatic sense? That itself is the art.
0: Thank you, doctor. Well said. Um, we are now at almost 30 minutes. Uh, we have also a Lakshmi Sega. Beside other help, you only remembered when the person need your help. Other. She's the only that,
1: one is communicating through Facebook when she's here. <laughs> oh, Lakshmi is here. Yes. Oh, Lakshmi.
0: Oh, oh that's, <laughs> good. that's good. Thank you. So finally, I made you. So yeah. But we are still communicating. So yeah, we are still communicating. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a said. I'm, I'm opening up to the audiences. audiences. Any audiences? Uh, any any questions here? Anything, Anything that you want, want to ask?
3: Don't, don't be, shy. be
0: yes, shy. Yes, please. Um, Doctor,
3: mm. we said trying the same note to your boss. Yes. Yeah. I'm just trying to say, how would you actually put something through to your
1: boss? Okay. We say it depends. What is he asking you to do? If that's the nature of your job, you don't really say no. They'll fire you. <laughs> but if you know very well that it's not the nature of your job. Or you are not actually fit or capable to handle that job scope they are giving you. Tell them in a very diplomatic way, I'm not used to this. And according to my job scope, this was not actually stated. And I'm not sure whether I can contribute to the company if I take this. So how sure are you that I can do it? Can we discuss about this? This is what I mean by diplomacy. You don't immediately go and tell him, I saw the job scope. I checked with the HR. Nothing like that I don't want to do. Uh, Then then the boss will say, yes, very good. Most probably that is the last Christmas there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so put it in such a way that I don't know whether whatever I'm going to contribute will benefit the company. I don't know whether I'm really capable because when I came for the interview initially, they did not tell me this part of it. So, are you sure that I can handle this or are you going to guide me? Put it in that tone that is also saying no, actually. Yeah, indirectly, yes. Thank you
0: for that, Deepam and uh, doctor. So, yes, uh, right now we are going into Spotify. Which is live and Apple Podcast as well, so you can download it and you can listen. So now we are going into the different segment. Uh, a lot of youth are uh, getting into a lot of problems. Of course, we have talked about the friendship. We are now going to talk about the youth. Then we come to the adult, which is obviously we can definitely can cover. The youth seems to be getting into a lot of trouble nowadays, which is smoking, drinking, and uh, a lot of bad ways. You know, going into gangster. You know, the group fighting, and some are going into vaping. You know, cool. No, I am doing that. You also that. So this becomes like a competition or rather to say that this is standard, you know, I have this, I want to do it. What is the mindset of a youth nowadays, dog? Because they seem to be very hooked on the social media and they don't add at all of saying more to their friends and trouble, you know, inviting them. What would you advise people, the, the youth nowadays?
1: Okay, basically with my experiences of doing motivation talks for students, I wouldn't say every every youth is behaving that way. Of course, we have those who can really know how to control their mind, how to say yes and how to say no. They, they know all these things. But of course, there's the other group of people who are very influenced by their friends and they're not say no. Why? Because the lack of confidence. Because when their friends are doing something and they say no, I don't want to do this, they feel that they are not hero enough, or they feel that they are they are shying away or they are running away. And the others, the group people might not kind of friend them. And that fear actually kind of make them say yes to all the nonsense that they're doing sometimes. So that is where the, the, the youngsters need to develop the culture of saying no when they consciously know that something is not right.
0: Got it, doctor. But, you know, sometimes parents are so worried, right? Now yeah. we come coming to the parents, but, you know, we want the child to be this, we want the child to be lawyer, we want the child to be doctor and you know, all kinds of so these ambitious, which whatever they have it, they can't fulfill, they push it to the kids, and the kids are not going into it because they have a different yeah. liking. So they want to be a, a musician, they want to be a, a whatever position they want to be in their life. But because of these parents' pressure to the kids. And kids are definitely, I have to say, the youth nowadays are going through a tremendous stress. Mm. You can actually see some of the cases where are taking their life away, and that has also been increasing, or probably decreasing. I'm not sure about the stats, but it has been there. Um, where do we stand in between parents and youth? And one part, youth is going under challenges of not able to say no to whoever they need to. Then parents are in trouble, putting a lot of pressures into their
1: kids. So our kids, our youth, uh, are they very vulnerable at this stage? Depends. It all depends. You see, nowadays the students have a lot of avenues to express their feelings. Those days during my time, whatever our parents said, that was the final word, more or less. But today, the children have an avenue where they can speak to their teachers and the school counsellors. Whereas my time, I don't think there was a school counsellor. If we really have a counsellor, means someone, when we've got a problem, then we send to a counsellor. But today, schools have counsellors and teachers are willing to listen to the students. So if the student is feeling that the parents are pressurising them, the best is they should go and talk to the teacher or the school counsellors and explain what they really can cope and what they can't cope. And from there, definitely, the authorities will do the necessary action and do something good for them.
0: Got it, doctor. So parents who are watching this, you know, um, like what Dr. Ravi has mentioned, a wealth of experiences coming through. We got a great discussion here. We are going into Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and live in YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook as well. So if you're watching this, please do share and like. Like we mentioned earlier, we're trying to go out of that circle and our live audiences as well have done that. So I hope virtually... You're also doing that. Thank you so much. So now we're going back to the adults, Rob. We're mm-hmm. trying to move up and down. Um, of course, the love issues come in, you know, they're getting hurt, getting emotional, uh, past bad experiences, that new experiences comes in and they're still saying no. And of course, they've got to say yes at some point of time, but they're still saying no because of the bad experiences. In that area, how they can move from no to yes,
1: you mean the reject, uh reject yeah rejection,
0: but they got a fear. Of moving on. So that's what their concern are. Whether this guy would cheat me or whether this girl cheat me, the bad experiences has come forward to them in
1: the current future or the current present, present moment. You see, that is where, again, like I said, the intelligent mind needs to work. Even uh, love is one of the most powerful emotions, right? Love is a powerful emotion. But even that love emotion should be exercised with intelligence. You cannot say that I love this person, so I'll tolerate everything they do. I will go through pain, I will suffer, I will tolerate. One day this guy will change or this woman will change and we are going to lead a happy life. You cannot be torturing yourself. At one point of time, you must put your foot down and make a decision and say whether you want that relationship or you don't want that relationship. No point being in a relationship where you are totally tolerating the relationship for donkey years. So that is where you need to put your foot down and decide. And for those people who have difficulties in making that decision, whether you should carry on with this relationship or not, that is where you need to seek professional help. There are marriage counsellors, there are psychologists. Talk to them, ask them for their views and opinions and get a guideline from them and eventually make a decision. You see, one thing about this one and uh, saying no, you cannot teach someone to say no. I can give the pros and cons. That no must come from that person. If you are not going to say no, then the rest of the life, you might be suffering. Right. So the no has to come from you. But you can get a lot of help and you can get a lot of suggestions and professional help from everyone. But that no, you need the courage and you need to develop it.
0: Okay, doctor. So if someone who has already been uh, damaged or under the repair mode, they got to move.
1: Yes. But they can't move
0: because like what I mentioned earlier, um, we have these big baggages that's dragging down and slowing down. All, right? uh, all of us go through challenges. All of us go through obstacles. At certain point, we lose confidence. We lose everything that whatever we have, the motivation, the energy. We are just living day by day and we are prolonging life in, in such a manner that is very sour and miserable. At that point of time, because they have not said no earlier in the past, uh, that actually bring them to this situation. And from this situation, if someone is asking, like hey, uh, Chana Moore is asking us as well, how can we just change? Even how much you talk to a person also, they can't just change. You talk and talk and talk, they're just not willing to change. At a point of time, what can family members or friends...
1: No do? one can do anything. Like I always say, we can help everyone. They need to make a decision in their life. Like you see, if you tell me you're hungry, I can buy for you drinks, I can buy for you burgers, I can buy for you meals. But if you refuse to eat, I can't do anything. So for those people who don't want to say no, but complaining that my life is full of baggages and I'm suffering and and I'm not moving progress, then the problem is not the other party, it's you. We have to accept that because they are very complacent and they're feeling very comfortable complaining about the other person saying that it's because of this person I'm suffering, but I can't move my life. No, you are not making a decision about your life. That is the problem. And you have to put your foot down and make a decision. If you're 10 years old, I can understand. If you're 20 years old, I can still understand. But if you're 40 and you dare not make a decision about your life, then something is wrong with the way you're thinking. You definitely need a professional help, someone to guide you and make you move to the next level of your life.
0: Doctor, I think we have talked about this topic, um, about getting help. And uh, a lot of us probably, if you are seeing a counsellor or if you are seeing a psychologist or any kind of therapist, we have this feel, oh, I am, I got problem, I got issue, this stigma. And I, I know we have covered this, but of course for yeah. our audiences and as well as a live audiences, I mean, we are both uh, area that we are talking about. How can we just overcome this stigma in the mind? And that's exactly what Cindy has asked. The stigma within me, I can't just, seems to move on.
1: Please help. First thing you have to understand, there is no one person in this world without a stigma. Every human beings have some kind of a baggage, some kind of an embarrassment, some kind of a stigma that is stuck to them. So you have to understand, you are not the only one who's having a stigma. Please overcome that. And life is full of challenges. Everyone has reached a certain level of their life only after going through a lot of pain, a lot of embarrassment, and a lot of stigma. So if you think that your stigma is actually kind of pulling you down or you're stuck in that stigma, please see a therapist. Whether it's going to be a clinical side therapist or whether it's going to be a parapsychological side of therapist, go and seek their assistance and get this thing done. Nowadays, they have a lot of therapies which they help you to come out from such kind of stigmas. Approach them. Don't live with it. Move on.
0: Thank you, doctor. I'm going to take one question right now. Um, The present times, both parents are working so we find, I think she's a mom and I think she's probably asking for herself or maybe for family members, relatives. We find that children are influenced by their peers and I think that we covered earlier. What can we do to make our children follow the correct path? Because parents have to work 15 hours, 16 hours. Nowadays, you look at it, targets has reached and they are working timeless, you know. They are working day in, day out, day in, day out. And they tend to spend few hours, or you know, before they go to bed, you know. So okay. there's a really off balance. This family life
1: balance, role, Correct. what can we do? Okay, as much as we are telling that they are influenced by the peers, every parent should ask this question. When their child was born, right from the time their child was born, They were very interested in buying books like A for Apple, B for Boy. They were very much interested in doing that. They were very interested in engaging them in computer classes, play groups, and all kind of music classes, ballets, and so on. But how many parents actually sat down and talked to the child right from the young age, the principles of life? Whether let it be Bible, let it be the Quran, or let it be the Bhagavad Gita. How many people have used such texts with their children and explained the good nature of all those positive messages? We don't. When the child is born, we are more interested in teaching them English. We are more interested in teaching them maths and more interested in teaching them all, everything that is needed to survive for their living. And we don't educate their life. There's a difference between living and life. We have to understand. As much as we do, we want to do a lot of things for their living, for our children's living, we must take care of their life. It's our responsibility to sit down and tell them what feelings are like, how people really feel, what is what is the right part, what is the wrong part, what is the wrong part can lead up to. This is a parent's responsibility. Don't wait until the peers come and convince them. Why can't you convince them in the first place? You see, a simple thing, one, and I always ask this question in my class. In fact, I can ask them. Most of us who have children would have told our children when they were young, never, never steal. Why? If you steal, police will catch you. This is what we told them. Don't steal, police will catch you. Then when police catch you, you got a record. The papers, all your face will be published in the papers. Then in future, you cannot get a job. But how many of us actually tell our children, don't steal? Why? Because when somebody loses their money, they become very depressed. It is again humanity. And their family will suffer. Why do we need to take in such kind of curses? Why must their family suffer because of you? So don't steal for that reason. We are all self-centered in our teaching. We tell them not to steal because our family should not get a bad name. And the child, what the child thinks, and the child is always always remember the children are smarter. When you tell the child, don't steal, police will catch you. The first thing that runs in the child's mind is, so police never see, I can steal (laughs)
2: lah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's the truth. See, like, we, see, like when we tell our child, one day I want you to become a doctor. Most of them would have said it when our child was young, right? One day I want you to become a doctor. Why? Because you get a good name. Everybody will respect you. It's a good salary. One day you're very settled in your life. But how many of us actually teach our children, I want you to be a doctor because you can save many lives. Many families need their, need their loved ones. So because of your expertise and knowledge in the medicine, you will be able to save a lot of family people. You can invent a lot of medicines. You can save a lot of life. Are we really educating them in this way? We want our children to study, but not many wants them to be educated. There's a difference between studied and educated. Like I always tell my class students, you can have a doctorate degree, you can have a master's degree, that doesn't qualify you to be an educated person. Education and studied are two different things. If you've educated your child, then the peers will not be able to penetrate through them. But you have made your children study. They have studied very hard. They got all the diplomas and all the degrees, yet a peer pressure is kind of attacking them. Why? Because they don't have the educated system in their mind. And Thank for that, we have to do it. And that comes from the young age. I don't know the person who asked me this question. I don't know how old their kid is. Yep. But at least for the next generation, we should, as parents, sit down and give them the guidelines of goods and bads.
0: Definitely. We have a lot of uh, view, uh, viewers are, uh, answering and uh, communicating as well. Hey, amen. Uh, hey, amen. Agreed. True. Fully agreed. Thank you. Thank you so much for all that. Now, opening up to the audiences here. Yeah, it's a bit quiet here right now. Uh, we need to warm up. So any <laughs> of you are going through any kind of experiences that you want to share that you are not uh, shy of? Yes, yeah, please. Yeah,
1: please. Uh, just be a bit louder. Yeah, I
3: was talking about the youth. Yeah. Um, they are going into the world. Yes. Besides of that, you know, the youth, um, noticing that when we ask them to do something, for example, a simple thing go down says to bar to the shop and get yeah. something, they will say immediately no. Okay, but later after 10 minutes or what, when the friend called, hey, come go for a tea or what? Immediately you can see them packing it. Hey, what, what
0: what happened? Got they said, "Oh my friend, I'm going off for tea. I don't understand this problem." Madam, Before from Dr. I, you don't worry. Report Ravi or I'm going to get the answer for you, you. okay?
1: Because one of it done it also. Yeah,
0: because I I done it. I'm gonna ask few youth here because sector getting got secretary secretary.
1: No, sector they are twins. Sector two nine. Okay,
0: now yeah. why? Uh, maybe okay. We start with you, madam. Um, why? When, when mother, mother tell, you tell you to go out, down, do you not buy. buy? You can buy her.
1: Really? <laughs> Google. Uh, so
0: the see, problem
1: right. is not the youth, it's your it's child. A boy, boy. It's, it's a boy. boy. Okay, maybe we <laughs> ask the boy behind. You boy, buy. Sorry? Okay, the, the boy, boy said you buy. Yes, I believe also.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, so the, so the boy said Madam, is it because is the way you say? Uh not exactly. Uh
3: usually nowadays we must be most of the
1: to
0: the user okay. I very good. This one you buy, buy I, for $2. me, this one I for you, uh, you no, know.
1: huh? Yes, possible. Yeah. Basically, I wouldn't say everyone is like that mm. because I have seen children who always like to go to the shop because the, the girl in the shop is very pretty. <laughs> Oh, so it okay. also depends, right? Okay. The motive for going to the shop. Oh, then we need to prepare a lot of stuff. Oh, yes, them. of course. <laughs> okay, so the drugs aside. Yeah. Okay, basically, this comes as a part of rebellious attitude, rebellious towards the family. See, we have to understand a lot of children, it's not only in your family, Lakshmi, like a lot of children tend to please their friends and not their parents. We have to accept it. And that is only to a certain age. And how old is your son? Should be in the 20s. Mm-hmm correct? That is the age that friends is the world for them. And then when they reach 30s and 40s and 50s, these friends will not be in their picture. You ask yourself, you look at your, your phone book and your friends list, whoever was in your friends 25 years ago, now they are not there. You don't even know where they are. Right? So somehow or other, your mindset changes, the maturity changes, you become family oriented. That is where parents become important, wife become important, husband becomes important. That goes with the growth. At this age, it is quite common for me to say that he can say no to you, but he can say yes to friends. It is, it is just an age and this is the generation. We have to accept that. So since you know that many times you have asked him. Okay, don't ask. Once him. A you will do, yeah, correct. But mostly I don't ask.
0: Okay. What you do, Madam? 24 years old, right? 24 years old, right? Have you married? Haven't married yet? You see, after you get married, whether why say boy, you will go or not. <laughs> so that's a difference one? Right? You are so one. <laughs> then whatever you want right you don't tell him, you tell the wife the wife will tell the your son your husband see you get the things down but you still get the things done right now <laughs> this
1: is this is not a really a very serious issue okay. Lakshmi, because uh, it happens I in most houses wife, what, when, yes
3: what, what kind of mindset i mean Thinking they are, I mean...
1: Basically, they don't find the importance of helping parents. But let me tell you, I don't want to put a, a kind of a stigma on them. But if you really need it, you are in some kind of a trouble and you need him to go to the shop, trust me, that child will go. Somehow or other, majority of the students that I have met in that age group, or children I've met in that age group, they certainly will do for the parents if there is an extreme need for that. So this is just a one-off thing that at this age, students behave this way. Our topic today, more of saying no, is not on this surface level, uh, but on a deeper level of not saying no because and yet they are suffering. That is our context here.
0: Thank you, doctor. Thank you for the audiences as well. I'm going to take one more question from the audience before we jump into the topic. 46 minutes of blissful, uh, great discussion going on. Viewers are engaging as well. Thank you so much. In fact, there's so many messages coming in uh, thank you so much. We will try to attend to that as well. Audiences here, we're throwing one more question to you guys. Uh, what are the things that you want to share? I mean, in terms of your life experiences when you were a kid or when you have said no and that has benefited you because nowadays youth also doesn't listen to us. Like this madam has said, you know, telling the kid to go down, she doesn't want to go down. Very rebellious. Sometimes they don't want to listen. Sometimes they're lazy because sometimes mom only telling me what. What other experiences? Come on, anybody. Silence, no golden. If you're not going to ask me, then I'm going to ask you. Anybody? Yes, sir. Okay. <clears throat> saying no. Right? So, so, louder, Thank you. Saying no. Right? Yeah. Uh, what? How can we get out of this
2: patient when mm. we
0: keep saying no and they keep asking? Okay. Mm. There's, There's a testing test- for you right now. Yeah? yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. They keep asking they keep, they keep, they keep every month, yeah.
2: so even they, though
0: you say no. Even
1: though they, they say no. are very uh, hard-core, hardcore. 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 Hardcore.
2: And I I also... They also know that I, uh, I in situation. Situation. Yet yeah, they are asking. medically, I
1: have to support them and all that. Okay. But actually month they will ask. Okay.
2: But the, the problem is,
3: it's not outsider. It's a family
1: member. Okay. Good, understand. Okay, one thing if you were to ask me, as many times as they ask you again and again and again, you have to say no again and again and again. You cannot stop them from asking. Because the way you are telling me, if I want to be blunt, I have to say that they are thick-skinned. If I want to be blunt, they are thick-skinned. So, their intention is, if they are going to pressurize you, If they are going to be very, very persistent, one day you will give in to them. If that happens, that's it. They will be in the controlling end in in this situation. You have to be very adamant and say, no, I am not going to help. And each time they approach you, the answer should be the same, no. Even if it's 100 times, 1000 times. It has to be the no. Why? Because this person is practically trying their luck with you. And knowing the situation, remember, you just told me that your wife needs medical attention and you have a lot of expenses to bear for these medical expenses and yet they are going after you, then it simply shows they do not have any kind of sympathy or empathy towards you. Because previously, I
3: was not like this
1: Okay. Did you,
3: did you it what okay. So that time we contributed. Mm. So after the accident, they started to ask. We still, my husband still managed to mm. give a little. Okay. And after that, we can't, because I need to go for surgery. Okay. Alright? Then later on, they keep on asking us. In we I'm telling them the situation is such, and then another movie that you know they but so they, they keep asking until they come to a station. Me mm-hmm. say Understand. Know, that, 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 already, you know, that's that because like my problem lady, you Understand. I feel, I feel guilty.
1: I feel Don't different. do that. That's yeah. what eventually they want. Um, they want you to feel guilty.
3: Yeah. Don't fall also, for it. And also, there's another thing that they see. Uh, you
0: went
3: to the rings. you reach very, like. Okay. Okay. You know where any.
1: This is basically they are trying to dictate your life. Whether you want to wear gold or you don't want to wear gold should be your own choice. It's not because of other people. So if they can go to that level, then you have to put a stop to them. If you need to cut ties, you have to cut ties. No choice. Who? who They are already going, they are already seeking their help. Yeah, they don't.
3: Yeah. See, this situation, to be very
1: blunt, is uh, I can safely say that don't fall for the yeah. local. You need to create that confidence in you that you're not going to fall for this. So and strong. They have
3: to do something. If a lot of foreigners can find two, three jobs here, yeah. why can't you do something in many ways? They even can come to a state where right? they
2: Okay,
1: I think let's, let's not go to the part whether they should be helping or not. We should now think how we are going to say no. I think our focus, let it be there now. So if they are pressurizing you, my suggestion would be to don't fall for this trap. Sometimes people always like to try again and again, hoping that one day the door opens. But if that door is not going to be suitable opening for you, then my suggestion is the answer should be always no. What and you have to be at me. use
3: certain certain phrases you... to hurt you? Ah, yeah. Yes, like exactly.
1: How do you... I mean, how, uh,
3: how
1: do like I think if you look at the charts here, the one that is the second from the top yeah. is my favorite quote. If you are going to throw stones at every dog that bugs at you, you will never reach your destination. Mm-hmm. And that's what Winston Churchill said. And that is what actually I follow. If you are going to be always throwing stones at the docks that bark at you, you'll never reach your destination. Let people do what they want to do. Let people talk what they want to talk. And you be adamant not to let it inside. Like I always say this you know, if you, if you go to the beach, right? Or you go to the seaside, see, see, sea. in the sea, you can see the, 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 the ship is floating, right? The ship is such a heavy machine. It's tons and tons of weight, but it's floating on the water. When can the ship sink? Only when there's a hole in the ship. That's where water enters and the ship will sink, right? So we are like a ship. You make sure that you don't get a hole where people can penetrate all their negativity to you. The negativity will be always around you. You cannot escape from this. But you must have the confidence not to let this negativity enter you let them say what they want to say you live your life this is my my suggestion and my perception of life
0: thank you doctor i mean uh the discussion has went deeper thank you for that question as well i mean i'm sure every challenges every obstacle as a solution but of course uh the person is going through. they are evolving right doctor like what your suggestion and thank you madam thank you sir for that question Uh, any other uh, viewers any other questions as well anybody want to add on something madam
3: yeah. Maybe uh, I'll just share my experience. No, oh, please. Recently, um, uh, my entire family was actually having an issue with a helper. And um, we had the same no to seven times. And uh, frankly, she had to get out of the house. So uh, after she left, uh, my husband and I were discussing, and we were thinking um, we could have said this no earlier. But, you know, we didn't. You know, we, there was some sort of uh, hesitation. I see.
0: And then, um, you know, and um, <laughs> so these are the kind of things, you know, we did discuss and then we reflect and then um, we came to a conclusion that, you know, the next time around, when, when there's time for us to say no, we have to say a no immediately. Right. So you yeah. have decided that no is very powerful and you can <laughs> say that. I mean, Doctor, I mean, a very good <laughs> question Um answer as well. Uh, is it because only happens due to these good people? You know, when someone is very good, very yeah. kind, uh, or when a, when a person has, you know, sold a property, or, you know, suddenly got a million or three million dollars, and then an old, you see all people just come and be, oh, how are you, sir? I do never see yeah. you. You know, suddenly everything becomes very sweet. Oh, it yeah, happens. And yeah. then the person is, you know, spending and spending. After the last dollar, the bees just goes off. That's like, and the uh, like, and uh, is finished in the flower. So, it seems like only the good people are suffering. All right, I'm sorry. The I'm not mean as suffering, but is it because of the too kind, too loving, and people just manipulate and just get
1: every... I, I wouldn't say that only good people are suffering or good people go through this. Basically, it's not about good people. It's about people who are naive. People who are vulnerable. Yes. People who dare not make decisions in life people who dare not say no because you feel that you will be hurting the other party. These are the people who actually suffer. So if you were to ask me whether good people go through this, I might not agree to this. Because there's a difference between being good, being kind, and being ignorant. So your ignorance is what that they are using for. Not all good people. There are so many people who got a lot of money. Like what do you say? They sell their house, they get a few millions, mm-hmm. and yet nobody approaches them. Because people know that nothing is going to come out from them.
0: Right, right.
1: So it's not about the good people. It's you have shown your your innocence to them, right. your ignorance to them, and they are now trying to manifest on that.
0: Could we say, doctor, because since we in that in that line or in that discussion, that weakness or kindness is often seen as a weakness?
1: Possible. Possible. Like I said, if, if you have uh, $6,000 and you want to give $600 to someone, that can be kindness. But if you only have $300 and you borrowed another $300 to help someone for $600, then I can't consider that kindness. Maybe it's stupidity. Right. Well, some people might say there is kindness. But if you really ask me if that is kindness, it might not be.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: See, I went through a lot of uh, experiences in this financial crisis in my life. And whatever I am saying now, I have experienced it as well. And now when I think about it, maybe it is not practical to live that way. You have to put a stand. So kindness also comes with certain regulations and restrictions. Please understand that. You know, it's doctor. every religion advocates kindness, but kindness should not be stupidity. at the end of the day.
0: Doctor, there's a Tamil phrase. If I just sh- say that and then I'll definitely convert that. I mean, some of them don't understand here. are in Tamil. You must get it. You must tell not that phrase. You know, some people just have to go through that. And uh-huh. then probably it's like, like what our dear one of our audience said, you know, now they have ready to say no at any point of time in their life because they have understand, they have understood what may go wrong. You know, they should have said it earlier. So that's our topic today, right? The power of saying no. And like, doctor, a lot of us, we are always impressing the others, right? Whether it's a girlfriend, boyfriend, or mm. some relative for, you know, family. We are always worried about we are losing that particular person. Mm. And we're always saying yes, and yes, and yes, and we're impressing other people's life. And then our life does go downhill. And then later part, we notice that we are the one who are going through this misery.
1: How about this, doctor? What can one do? You see, sometimes, like what do you say, it comes with experience. Not everyone has the capacity or capability to say no immediately. That comes with a lot of uh, experiences. And in my experience, let me tell you, those people who have reached a certain point where they don't mind saying no, if you really go and talk to them, they would have been hurt badly. And it's the experience that developed the art of saying no after that. You cannot go to a school and you study a subject and say, I learned how not to say no, how to say yes, no. It comes with a lot of hammering. Sometimes it comes with a lot of hurt. Then you start saying in your life, no, I don't want this. That firmness comes in. So in her case, like what uh, Devi was telling, yes, initially we could have said no, but you were not prepared or understood the importance of saying no at that point of time. Only after going through the entire experience, you've realized, maybe I should say no. So in future, if you meet another person like this, very high chance you will say no. Your experience will start speaking for you.
0: And then if they lose their friends, that's perfectly fine.
1: Exactly. You have to. You see, let's come to an understanding. Let's let's accept certain things. If you say no to a friend and because of that, that friend moved away, they were never your friend from the first. Let's right. accept the reality. If you said no because of some reasons that really that might hurt you and that friend moved away because you said no, that means they were never your friend. Because a true friend will make you or feel good or he will not leave you because you said no. He will try to understand your situation. That is what friends are. I, I always tell this, I think I spoke this in the, one of our programs as well. My grandmother used to say one thing. When I was young, but I did not understand. So when when we go to school, we say, right, all my friends, all my friends, all my friends. My grandmother used to say one thing. When you say friend, that means it's one. And that guy will know everything about you, will do anything for you, and he will support you even when you're not there. That is friend. Not everyone you see on the road, you shake hands, become your friends. So what kind of friendship are we looking at? If you see at 20, when we go to primary one, 300, school, 300 students in the school for a year. What we all said, especially the young children here, yeah? what do you all say? 300 people in the school for your first day of school. When you go back home, what you say? Mommy, I got so many friends in my school. Everybody was your friend. When you reach 20 years old, maybe friends means 50. So all the 50 to 100 came for your wedding. When you become 40, friends means maybe 5. When you reach 60, friends means it's 1 or 2. That's the truth. We have to accept it. The rest were never, never friends. We were thinking they were friends. There's a difference between your friends and you thought they are your friends. Like I always tell in my class, everyone can laugh at you. That doesn't mean they are your friend. I can be a very friendly person, but that doesn't mean I'm your friend. Don't get confused between friendly person and friends. Many people are very, very friendly with you, but they are never your friends. But the human mind somehow or other works in a very reverse manner, when somebody laughs with us, talk with us, eat with us, we say, this is my friend, this is my friend. No. doctor, so we uh... to... If you need to lose certain people, because you need to safeguard yourself, you've got no choice.
0: Got it, Doctor. I mean, um, as we are talking about this topic, there's so many questions that's coming in right now. So I do not know which one to pick it, and I'm sure our audience here as well has got questions, so we got to make sure that we are balanced here. We are now at almost one hour of our discussion, and uh, it seems just like, uh, for me, it's one minute. I'm not sure how, how many of you all felt that way because the discussion is going deeper. Uh, we are not have reached to the end yet because I know this is just the starting of the journey. Uh, we may get into troubles. If you think that if you're saying no, but unfortunately, or the fortunate thing is, yes, we will not like what Dr. Ravi has said, you got to say no, uh, even though you feel bad, or even though you think that if by saying no you lose the relationship, it's better to lose now rather than later part in your life where you get hurt or get into more troubles. Um, I'm going to take one more question here before... just, just to add on one example. Yeah. One and
1: here, I just give you a small scenario, sure. let everyone think about it, okay? The, the scenario. scenario for me, uh, for everyone, oh, okay? <laughs> uh, for everyone. Okay, what what happened? Say, for example, now you ask me for $1,000. One asked me for $1,000. Actually, I got no heart to give you. And actually, I don't want to give you. Okay. I dare not say no for some reason. Then I said, okay, I give you. And then I give you. But after that, I went around telling everyone, you know, once asked me for $1,000, I gave him, you know. I don't know why he wanted. I don't know whether he will give or not. Uh, He asked me. Actually, I got no heart to give. But the day I gave him. Basically what am I doing? I'm tarnishing your name. Yeah. And I'm trying to express that you put me into a difficult situation. Okay. Which is better? Saying no to you and cut off the entire thing or giving you $1000 and going around talking bad about you. When we were in the 20s, 30s or even in the 40s, maybe we would be doing that. Give the $1000 then go around telling everybody what you'd asked for. But maybe at the age of 50s, 60s, 70s, the maturity should step in and say, "Once I don't, I got the money, but I don't feel like giving I'm sorry. it's right. because of that you're going to cut me away, then too bad. You can't respect my decision. Gotcha. Then it's maturity and courage comes in. At 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe we can be like that. But once you're reaching 50s, 60s, and 70s, there should be a kind of a footage that you should put your foot down and say, no, I have the money, but to be very honestly, I don't want to give it to you now. Can you, you must think, you see, when you ask me for the help, there's two things that can happen. Either I help you, I'll say no. You must accept both answers. If not, you're not my friend.
0: Okay, okay Dr. But why do you feel that you don't want to give the $1,000, but you I still have
1: give? personal reasons. Because Is it a... I had, okay, for example, I had a friend before, for example. Okay. And I gave him some money, and because of that, we ended up in a big fight and I lost him. I don't want to lose you also.
0: Oh, so your no and is helping yes, me
1: no yeah. that I'm telling to you might be because I don't want to lose you. Right. So I'd rather say no to you today. If you can't accept it, it's too bad. But I don't want to lose you. So I'm saying no. Right. So sometimes when we say no to someone, not necessarily we are wrong or we are not a right person or we are a selfish person. Sometimes we want to protect our <clears> interests. Okay, Doctor. When friend, you will respect my interests.
0: Gotcha, Doctor. Uh, but uh, now I got a, a real situation right now. Okay, I can't say, say no that. to many people that's asking so many questions right now. <laughs> 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 I'm really getting exhausted okay. I know, yet, right? Okay, I no right? Yes. But right now, um, there there is one single I mean, one question they asked by a single parent. I'm gonna answer that as well because okay. she's at least new to our virtual. But okay. again, I have received a message. But definitely, name will not be mentioned. Do not worry if you're watching this. I'm Good. going to read it up to, to everyone. I think it's very important, Dr. Ali. That's what exactly we talked about, okay. right? So, so let's say we say call this person Mr. B, yeah. right? One, One of my, my close friends friend who goes with me for jogging,
1: almost every day
0: asks $10,000. Okay. Not $1,000, but okay. <laughs> $10,000. I get don't know. Now he does not talk to me or go jogging with me. He often talks to them. Talk okay, not on a laughing mode, but see this, all right? One of my relatives <laughs> asked for an emergency loan to avoid the bank taking over their house and they could not pay the mortgage. Know. I got an emotional blackmail. So the so doctor is coming I mean, as emotional right now. Hmm. Not sure how to avoid this and not sure how to say no. I ended up giving up the, giving the money I can afford, give and not expecting it back. But I do not like the experience of kind of forcing me and Correct. drag me into this financial mismanagement.
1: So, please help. Okay. Out. First thing, they have already given the money. He, he has already it. given. Okay. Good luck to them. Okay. Okay. So now, are they expecting the money to... No, he already
0: okay. gave it Saying that never mind. Okay. Uh, first, he said, no, you got an emotional blackmail. But after he, he gave it, me, he also said, never mind. I never, never get, get back. back. I can afford it, but never mind. Okay. So what is that helping? help him? Is he settled? But he was worried that it may happen again. Because I think he can't take emotional.
1: Okay. Okay. If, if he were to be going through this the first time, then maybe he's ignorant. But if he's going to face this the second time, then he should make the decision. He should ensure that he should not be going through this again. He should have the courage that he's not going to repeat this again. And he should safeguard himself. And Remember one thing emotional blackmail is one of the most dirtiest trick. Yeah, anyone can on you.
0: okay, Mr. B. You're watching this. Um, you, you need to say no. I, I know if you are too rich, we all got 10, 10, 10,000. 10, you can give us can also, peace. Okay, we have to say no, like this topic is very powerful. Say no, never mind, even if you're left with only one friend, even if you don't have friends, also never mind, because ourselves is our biggest friend. Yeah, yeah, it will happen so again. So
1: he, sorry, he knows it will so right? happen again, right? He has to say no. no. Yes, it's important, yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm going to take one more final question from the virtual. Uh, hello, do you have any single... Uh, uh, any any advice for single parents who I find have lots lot of difficulty in saying no, especially when they feel they need to overcompensate for the other parents?
1: Do you have any advice for yeah. single parents yeah. who who I find have a lot of difficulty in saying no, yes, especially when they feel they need to overcompensate yes. for the other parent. Yeah. They have to draw their lines. Because you see, when they say the other parents, it means I think they are talking about the ex-spouse, right? So definitely there is a kind of attachment or some kind of a, a, a family structure that goes on there. Whatever it is, they should draw their lines. What was their agreement when they both separated, and what did the court say, what kind of terms they came up to, and they have to follow that system. That is one of the reasons why mediators actually come up with the system in the court and make it very clear why they have to follow this system. So you have to say no to them, or if you think that you're overcompensating, you have to put a stop to it immediately and do what is right for you.
0: Thank you, doctor. Uh, Thank you for that question. Uh, I just, uh, Jeremy Mala? Jay Balan. Sorry if I pronounce your name wrongly. Uh, Doctor, Mr. B has messaged me again. Yeah, it, uh, it will happen again. Thanks, Vanan. And thanks, Doctor. Okay, thank you. Thank, thank you, me. Mr. B. Don't do that, please. Okay, um, We have come to one hour and ten minutes. Time just flies. Thank you so much for the virtual audiences. And yeah, we have a lot of audience. We, I think we are going to engage more after we end this show as well. Um, but before we go on, I'm just going to take a few more just messages to show. Thank you so much, Ravania, for all the messages. Chana Mohan also as well. Udaya, Lakshmi, Samantha, thank you so much. All of y'all are just pouring down. Y'all can just share and like to your Facebook. More friends will be able to come in. More families, friends. Everybody can just come and discuss about this. It will be in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A Hope events with Dr. Ravi of the positivity of saying no. Thank, Thank you so much. Okay. Any uh, final uh as usual like what we do?
1: See, well, we have to come to an understanding. Sometimes saying no can be very tough at that point of time. But in the long run, you will see you have saved yourself to a large level. It is that point of time, that spur of moment you need to build the courage and say no. And you will see in the long run, Eventually, you're benefiting from it and everything falls in place. So don't hesitate to say no if you really feel that the situation is not in your favor and you need to say no there. You have to.
0: Thank you so much, Doctor. I mean, um, thank you so much. It's such a valuable, uh, uh, priceless uh, information today. I'm sure all the audiences and virtual as well Virtual audiences as well, they will have enjoy it. You know, there's a saying, Dr. even if you sit in a hot pot, even that one second seems like 100 hours. Yes. But now it's like one hour and 12 minutes. Um, it just seems like one second, isn't it? It just seems like one second. Because. Nobody, right? Everybody's wide awake.
1: Yeah, everybody's wide awake. How is that possible? Because the topic is something that touches everyone. They're all engaging. You see, when we are talking about this no, now everyone's mind is thinking, who did I say no to? Who did I say no to? And when to- tomorrow, was, who am I going to say no to? Because everyone is involved and caught up in this. Yeah. Majority of us are caught up in not able to say no. We're all caught up in it. Whether it's the boss, our family people, our children, relatives, friends, somewhere we are all caught. And that is the problem we are going through. And everyone is able to connect with us because they all are going through this as well.
0: Thank you, doctor. Thank you so much. So I'm just going to show the last few messages. Thank you so much. Shanti, Udaya, Sharon, Kevin, you guys are such a great audience because we're going to have engagement engagement later on as well. Chana, thank you so much. Uh, Deepam, yeah, uh, uh, a, lot of more, a lot more people I'm just uh, stuck with words I'm not sure what I'm going to say but it's definitely going to be in podcast and um, Spotify as well, please do subscribe for it, Kopi Advance. you can look up for Dr. Ravi and Vance copy advanced, and, uh, on the topic of posit- positivity of saying no uh, thank you so much Dr. Thank for on site. and I'm sure after this we're going to have 15 or 20 minutes yeah. with sure. our audiences as well because they have been patiently listening, actively, I'm sure they have Certain question as well, thank you, JNT, for that. Thanks, Vance and Dr. Ravi. Thank you so much. Um, we have a lot of uh, messages messages pouring in, doctor, right oh, now. All
1: right, sure, that's nice. Uh,
0: thank you. So, we will catch you all, guys and girls, again in the next coping events with a different topic. Probably, Dr. Ravi might just pop up again because of uh, popularity on this topic or different topic that we might plan in future. But in the schedule, uh, probably, coping events, we have a coping with him on a later date, right? Doctor? Yeah, sure, sure. All right, thank you. So we'll catch you all again. Uh, Till then, as usual, this is Vance, audience. Thank you so much for another session of OP Advance. Ciao.